Uh, this is the Obvious Brothers on Anchor.fm. I'm Obvious Steve, and you are? Obvious John. Hey, John, you, you laughed at my opening music for the week. John? It, is it one of your favorite songs? Well, John, let's start with the hot takes from the week. Um, last Saturday night, my wife and I went to Atlantic City and saw Fleetwood Mac in concert and enjoyed it a lot. They did a really nice job, considering they're all older than dirt. Uh, but, uh, John, uh, post-concert, you you tweeted to a large number of people a hot take that uh, their album, Rumors, is the best album from beginning to end in the history of uh, rock and roll. Without not, a doubt. Without a doubt. You did not drop the, the famous obvious John arguably in there. And I think you said you would fight anybody who, who tried to disagree. Yep. Yep. I will glove up if I need to to defend that title. Is that right? You're gloving up. So there we go. We open with that hot take. Fleetwood Max rumors. Best from beginning to end. Uh, even even better than uh, than than uh, Abbey Road from the Beatles or or uh, a couple of the great Elvis Presley records that I'm sure you grew up on. I think Abbey Road is probably a very close second, but not as good as Rumors. Rumors is, is excellent. Okay, so we opened with a song from Rumors, and uh, we, we'll push on. Okay, hot take number two, John. Uh, did you see Captain Marvel last weekend? Oh, no, a lot. It's really good. You, you, and you saw that like uh, a quadzillion people did see it last weekend, right? Yes. Yes, it was big, big hit and everything. I was listening to a podcast doing a, a review of the movie uh, last Friday, John, and this is what they said. It was so good to go see a movie uh, with, with a, um, a Marvel superhero movie with such an average looking woman in the lead. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a left-handed compliment, isn't it? Well, <clears throat> I, I don't know, John, but... So, John, in your world, is Brie Larson uh, just an average-looking woman? Uh, no, she's pretty above average to me. Yeah, well, she's pretty... Yeah, well above average in my world, too. I do not know what the person was talking about, but uh, it, it was... I'm like, huh... It would, it would be an interesting thing if such a thing really did happen, John, but I do not think Brie Larson is the uh, example. Yeah, I guess, you know, if they're comparing her to Gal Gadot, who's Wonder Woman, and uh, Scarlett Johansson, who's Black Widow, I guess she's not quite on their level. I don't know. She's... Really, John? I mean, uh, she is to me, but I, I mean, definitely not Gal Okay, well, that's uh, I, I I think she's competitive with the other two, so I, I think thinking that there's a, a definitive drop off is somebody uh, hoping for something that ain't so. Yeah. Okay, so John, just a preview for for our listeners, all two of them. Um, next week we will uh, do our podcast early in the week because we'll be doing our picks. For March Madness and our and our brackets, and uh, I'm planning on having uh, both Swerve and KG joining us in some uh, form as we get a couple other non-expert opinions as to what you should do with your brackets. So you will know what not to do by the end of our podcast from next week, right, John? That's correct. 
Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, that, that's right. I, I'm sure we'll be all over the place. Though, as I remember last year, John, you and I finished 1-2 in various uh, pools we were in together. Um, and we both had Villanova winning the national championship. So we were we were on the, la- the same page pretty much last year. Yes, we were. But, but we were pretty obvious since, as you recall, Villanova was the number one, number one seed. So we, we went out on a limb. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I I'm known as Mr. Chalk, but uh, you came with me last year. I did. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I I was going to look up the betting line, by the way, on Duke for the national championship, and I I didn't bother, but uh, before we got on the phone, but I suspect they are a very heavy favorite this year on the betting yes. line. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, John, this show is supposed to tell our our listeners what to do as they they do their brackets so john uh i'll start with you first tip you have for people as they sit down with their bracket you're gonna love this one no okay this is big this is big all right pick a team that has a blue uniform (laughs) okay Okay, so let's see. Let, now, let me just see. Last, wait, let me. I got, I got 13 of the last I don't, 14 national champions that weren't blue. Okay, so so let's see. Villanova, Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina. Uh, so that covers an awful lot of ground of the favorites at this point, right? Yes. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Gonzaga's got blue in their they haven't won. They haven't won a national championship. But I'm just right. Saying. Okay. Just saying. Right. So you're telling me that Texas Tech, Tennessee, Michigan State, uh, don't go for them. Wrong. No. Wrong. Wrong color. Virginia. Virginia. Right. Okay. Well, there there is an opener for you. That uh, well well done, John. Uh, I did not did not see that one coming, and and, so. and, and that's uh, brilliantly done. All right, John, I'm, I'm going to top that. I'm going to tell you the eight teams that uh, one of these eight are going to win the national championship this year. You ready? Yep. Gonzaga, UVA, Michigan State, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Michigan, and, just to throw you off, Houston. 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 Right. Virginia and Gonzaga. Yeah. Kentucky, North Carolina. Yeah, you, you're not going to ask me how I came up with those eight? You're, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You picked the top eight seeds, right? No. The ones and twos plus what do you have? No. Where did you get? Okay. Accor- according to legend, uh, I have not double-checked this, but uh, the, the story is uh, the, every champion they've ever calculated has a Ken Palm number uh, with uh, top 25 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. And those are the eight teams that uh, have that this year at this point. Okay. So I like that. Good, good stat. Well, that, that, is your, that is your metrics, stat-driven uh, choice, and it makes a lot of sense. And as you recognize, uh, there are a lot of one and two seeds in, on, on that list. Uh, and Houston is the 
odd one out sort of I think they were a three I saw this morning uh, on one on one seeding list uh, they are 19th in offensive and 16th in defensive efficiency just uh, okay. so so they're floating up there to towards 25 and both but you know some of the teams you've named uh, we've talked about like Tennessee and Texas Tech uh, are good on one side but don't quite hit the top 25 on the other side of the ball so Right, so so don't don't be picking uh, a, a four or lower to win the championship because it really is unlikely to happen. So that that narrow that narrows your champion down to about twelve, and you know we're we're in the pool. Swerve Swerve runs a pretty good sized, uh, uh, if gambling were legal, kind of pool. And uh, usually there are only about half a dozen different champions picked by the 50 or 60 people in the pool, right, John? Correct. Yeah, there, there is not a huge universe of, uh, of choice amongst people. Uh, when people start putting their money on it, uh, the, the uh, guessing gets, it gets very chalky, right? Right. So that's that's my next point, John. Um, people often pay a lot of attention to picking first round games in this. And I just want to remind everybody that every pool that, that's online anyway uh, multiplies points as you go up the round. So, you know, picking that 5-12 game right, uh, that upset right, is seems wonderful and you're going to feel great next Thursday or Friday. But it's only one point we're having, uh, you know, teams into the final four are worth, uh, you know, that's an eight point. So you can get uh, eight wrong in the first round. But if you get the uh, four seed that, that makes it to the final four, you've got eight points nobody else has. So pay attention to, to the final four uh, more than you pay attention to, you know, those opening upsets, right? Thank you. Okay, got anything else? I'm sure you. Uh, I'm no. sure you do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still. I'm still trying to get over the fact that you went and opened with blue uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There is a stat. Never have all sixteen top sixteen seeds made it to the second weekend. So, so you can't can't quite. You can do it chalk, but you know you're going to miss one, right? So, at least one. And and and, and on top of that, uh, for a number of years, a double digit seeds made it to the second weekend. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, double digit seeds. 
has reached the Sweet 16 and 31 of the last 33 tournaments. 31 of 33. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, that that was good catch, John. Did your research there? So uh, there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, you you're thinking about some long shot making it through and winning a couple games. The problem always is, and I'm, I'll repeat this many times over the next. Uh, the next few minutes uh when you start picking a long shot if you miss you not only miss that game you probably miss the long shot that actually makes it right john yeah yeah it's the it's guessing correctly which you know which 12 seed is the one that's going to win which 13 seed is going to win which who's going who's going to win that second game that weekend right Okay. And before that, at least one had pulled off an upset in 11 of the previous 13 seasons. So the 13 seed has gone a little cold in, in the last um, four years. Yeah, and, and we kind of think that the bubble is weaker this year, so uh, that might make it even less likely. So. Don't yeah, you- I got to be honest with you, it's really tempting to just Right. Just right straight through. I'll to, just pick it. To the right. To the 16. To the, yeah, to the final four. Oh, the you're going to go. Ones and, depends on who that last one is. Yeah. You know, right now they've got, they've got Gonzaga still at one, Virginia. This is, again, bracketology, which we've, uh, bracket bill, which we've used a lot here this season. Yeah. Is that right? They don't have, as of right now, they don't have Duke as a one seed. Hmm. Well, which I goes think, with your argument last week that that the ACC wouldn't get three one seeds. No, but I, I think the winner of tonight's game will get the one seed. Just before we start talking much about appointment TV over the weekend, tonight's game is appointment TV. If you ever watched a game. This weekend, you got to watch tonight's North Carolina Duke game, don't you? Well, yes, yeah, three P. Zion's back. Uh, I think Duke definitely. And he did. He did. He did not. He did not, he did not look good last night, though. What? <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching the second game that I watched? Oh, you thought he looked good? I, I thought he. I thought he looked a little slow and and and, and yeah. rusty. <laughs> Fifteen for fifteen. Yeah. Percent from the field. Yeah, and what do you have? Fifteen rebounds and five or six steals. Yeah, looked like yeah. did not look good, John. I, I I'm a little worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so anyway, yeah. so I I kind of wonder. I I think that game, if they win with Zion tonight, I think they move into UNC's slot. But I could be wrong, and they might move into Kentucky's slot if Kentucky loses in the yeah. early. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They, they they have some early season losses that don't. Uh, I mean, who's got the better overall record? I mean, I don't have it up in front of me, so I can't can't tell you. Are they both like twenty six and six? I can tell you in about two seconds. Yeah, because you're quick. 
No, I, I wasn't far off, was I? Nope. So, and so the so North Carolina has the better conference record at right. sixteen and two. So if if they lose tonight, that would put them at what sixteen and three and fifteen and yeah and four. So if Duke moves to that one line, I don't know what they have a better use, they have a better record. They have a better overall record. They don't. They don't look at conference record. I don't know. I, I, do. I think they're going to end up with three teams in, in the one line. Well, that'd be that'd be kind of weird too. But I mean, I can't deny that they've got three quality teams. So, and and I'm not I'm not sure. I think Kentucky has to win the the SEC to stay on the one line. So, I mean, since since North Carolina got curb stomped by Louisville, they've been on a tear. Right. Regardless of what they do in the tournament. Yeah. Right. So, where where were we at? Oh, you you were picking all ones to get to the final four. I would not be opposed to putting Virginia, Gonzaga, North Carolina, and Duke if that was the one line in the final four. Okay. Well, you know you're getting to you're getting to next week's uh, you're you're doing next week's bracket already, John. So you're you're driving me crazy. So, all right. <laughs> Yeah, so so that, that, that's we'll we'll save this discussion for next week and and why they did what. Uh, other things to talk about. For one thing, you, you've got all ones. You're talking about putting all ones in the final four. Uh, you you said nobody below a three is one. A, a one has won a lot of the time. I, I've got it down as 21 of the last 33 years. A one seed has has won the, the national championship. Right. Only seven of the only seven of the previous twenty nine national championship teams have shot worse than thirty five percent from the three point line. Yeah, what's Duke shoot from the three point line, John? It's uh, that's a good question. I don't know that stat. I it's do. They shoot. They shoot thirty one percent. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for stats, uh, that that is the one where you might think Duke. Uh, but, but, you know, that that's, you wonder, is that a real stat or is that just coincidence? And is, is, two, per, is 2% significant? Because a lot of teams have shot 33. There uh, have been several teams shoot 33% from, from three and won the national championship. So, yeah. Uh, Seven I, of them. Yeah. So, um, you just kind of you kind of wonder uh, if that's really a thing, but uh, you know, in in the three point era, clearly making three point shots uh, has gotten to be, uh, you know, teams have made it just based on the, their ability to make three point shots. So uh, they they are not a great three point shooting team. North Carolina shoots thirty seven point three percent. Yeah. That's uh, that's significant. Uh, a six-point difference is uh, is a pretty big deal over 30, 32 games. So, all right. So uh, there there you go. Number one's three-point shooting. Uh, pay attention to. We talked about Kim Palm numbers. Uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about fives and twelves. 
Last year, a 12 did not beat a 5. Uh, first time in 20 years or something like that. But uh, it got to the point one year, didn't all the 12s, 3 out of 4, or all the 12s win? So I mean, yeah, There was a year where all, all 4 won. Yeah. I don't know how recent that was. but Well, it's, it, both of us remember it, so it can't be that long ago. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so this is always the game people play when you're picking your bracket, fives versus twelves. I'm sure next week when we talk bracketology, there'll be be hot teams, cold teams. You know, I was, you know, I keep looking at a bracket of the five twelve, saying, oh, if that's the matchup, uh, you know, I'm going to like the twelve. I'm going to want to pick the twelve in that game. Uh, well, I'm looking at Brackettville. Brackettville's got Maryland as a 5 and Seton Hall as a 12. Uh, I, I'm going to have trouble picking uh, Maryland to win that game. Are you looking at today's Brackettville? Because got, they got them on Maryland on a 6. No, I, I'm looking at February 28's Brackettville, as a matter of fact. Let me let me renew. and and, uh, and Oh, there's March the 15th. Okay. Well... So, if Maryland was a five and was playing... Okay, so try again, huh? Uh, Mississippi State, Murray State, Nevada, New Mexico State. School. That game is interesting. Nevada, Nevada is such a... Yeah, Nevada... Team. And they turn the ball over a ton. They're very sloppy. They're very athletic. Right. Yeah, well, I, I can't claim to know anything about New Mexico State, so. Yeah, me neither. But so I'm saying I don't trust Nevada, no matter who they're playing. Right. Uh, then it's Virginia Tech and St. Mary's and Marquette against the winner of Florida and Belmont in Brackettville. Uh, I agree with you. If I was looking and saying which one was the hot game of those four, Nevada-New Mexico State would be my biggest worry. Though I, I'm not sold on Mississippi State, and God, they've got a five seed somehow. I I, I, I might worry about Murray State and that, but uh, yeah. So yeah, and you know St. Mary's looked. Uh, you know I got to watch some of that St. Mary's Gonzaga game, and St. Mary's looked good in that game. But that's also their Gonzaga game. You know that's the game that they get really juiced for. Big well, rivalry game between yeah. them. And and they played them a lot, so they know them. Yeah. So that could be fool's gold there with St. Mary's. Right. Well, yeah, they got they got some players. I think they they can they they can do some damage, but they uh, they definitely have to play at their pace, slow the game down, make it a defensive rock fight. And uh, I'll just remind you, John, you do know what the score of the first Gonzaga and St. Mary's game was, right, up at Gonzaga? Did they blow them out? Beat them by 48. <laughs> so that when the pace goes a different way, you know, you see where St. Mary's ends up, right? So that's uh, – can they – can are they in a game that they can control the pace? Uh, and that, uh, that that would be a big question mark. And that that's the way brackets work, right, John? you got to look at the matchups and who has what that somebody can't defend, right, or can't yeah. handle. So. Yeah. yeah, matchups are real. I mean, take uh, just an example, just because I'm familiar with them, is take the IU 
Michigan State. IU beat Michigan State twice this year. Right. Those were two matchup wins because IU Michigan State did not match up well with IU. It's not because IU was the better team. Right. Clearly. Though I, 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 can you tell me what was the matchup problem was with IU and Michigan State? So, so it was Morgan and uh, Davis who gave them yep. gave them trouble. Okay. Well, so. de- defensively, they just they just did their job defensively for a change. Right. So, yes, it, it, the thing about the three Big Ten teams at the top, uh, and I, I this is why we're the obvious brothers, right, John? I won't say something that's too obvious for words. Uh, I worry that they they, they can't score. Under under certain circumstances, all three teams. Uh, well, you know, you you cited last week the IU Purdue game, right? They beat them forty eight forty six. That is not a pretty score. And uh, um, games like that, I, I know Michigan lost at least one game where they scored in the fifties. Uh, you just can't have an off offensive night like that. And all three teams seem to. Have shown that they can do that, and that's kind of scary when you're talking about teams that might end up in the Final Four. Yeah, the whole league kind of does that. I mean, they just right. there's a lot of games. There's a lot of games in the Big Ten where the scores are, you know, in the 50s both ways. You know, they barely break 100 total, or you know, definitely you know under 120. Right. Well, yeah, I'm trying to remember yesterday's games in the tournament, but there wasn't any any that were quite that low scoring. What was the final of the IU Ohio 66, 62? 60? 60. It was in the 60s, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, and the, the Minnesota Penn State game went to overtime I think got into the 70s, but it was it was not an offensive uh, display. So. Yeah, Nebraska-Maryland 69-61. Yeah. So uh, we we were we were kind of ha- hammering around five twelves, talking about potential five twelves. Uh, you and I have talked about conference championships. It's conference championship weekend, and um, there's a recency bias that says if you didn't win the conference championship, we just watched you lose, like Texas Tech last night or Gonzaga on was it Tuesday night? We were watching Gonzaga lose. But five of the last six uh, national championships did not win their conference championship. Yeah. So I think that that tells people that, uh, you know, that last memory of the team losing, uh, don't let that, uh, you know, bias what you're you're thinking. Teams, uh, you know, can lose a game and have a bad game and turn right around and and win it all, put six wins together. So. Some of these conference schedules, these conference tournaments are pretty brutal. I mean, the ACC, that's, you know, six games potentially that some teams may have to play. Uh, same with the Big Ten, five or six games, depends on how deep you go. Well, so losing, you're, you're, they're, 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 Nobody's playing six, John, but five, yes, potentially. Five games. Yeah. Uh, are you sure that the ACC doesn't play six games? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm sure. But still. Right. Day after day 
Yeah. So, yeah. Three three days in a row, which the the uh, top end of the both leagues you're talking about will have to do. Is it and it, and you know last night Duke played Syracuse. They're going to follow up by playing North Carolina, and if they win, they're probably playing UVA tomorrow. That is yeah. uh, that is uh, grueling. And yes, and and they're and, and particularly with Duke, they're not deep. So, uh, you know, some yeah, anyway. pe- people are going to play a lot of minutes. Yes, so that's definitely something I agree. That's something to consider. Yeah, they, you you don't, don't 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 count on just because they win a conference tournament uh, does not make them locks for winning the national championship. And you know, you're going to think about. Uh, what what they're doing all right okay john other things for our our listeners to consider uh as, i've got one more hot take that okay. you're gonna love okay okay it's on if it's part with the blue uniform is it really is it gonna be a sneaker company yep no close oh shoot okay according according to usa today the last coach without an i and his last name, and his name, to win the national championship title was Lou Olson in 1997 with Arizona. I in his last name. Okay, so Matt, so Matt Painter's good, right? Painter, Williams, Krzyzewski. I mean, I think he's got almost all 26 letters in his name. He's got, that's, that's a lock. Rizzo. Hold it, that can't be true. Had Bill Selfs won the national championship? It, it, the stat says in his name, so I don't think it's in his last name. Oh, so just it in must his, be in just his, in his name. Yeah, the last coach without an I in his name. So That covers Bill a lot Selfs of territory, though. Yes. Okay, yeah. And, and the guy at Texas Tech's name's Chris Beard, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Beeline works at Michigan. The guy at Nevada's name is... I choked under pressure. What's his name? God, his dad was a famous coach. I, I, I don't know, honestly. Okay, never mind. Okay, uh, let's see. And, and we know uh, Calipari at Kentucky... Rick Barnes at Tennessee. We don't know who's coaching LSU at this point. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Guy's name at Virginia is. Guy's name at Virginia. I I, I can see him. I I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't think of it either. I'm trying to. But I don't think he has an eye in it. Uh, Bennett, Tony Bennett does not have an eye in it. Oh, oh, oh no! Virginia oh is out. shit! X out Virginia. Doesn't the fact it has uh, three eyes in the name of the school make up for it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Four can count. Four can count the eye in Cavalier. <laughs> well, <coughs> yeah. Well, well. Now we know everybody. We can eliminate. Uh, uh, Virginia Cavaliers based on the I and the name theory uh, and uh, we're good. John. Hot take. 
Hot take. Yeah, been full of hot takes, John. Well, that's uh, this has been fun, John. Uh, we've killed 30 minutes and probably helped no one at all. Uh, th- though, I, I, I got to admit, you opening with the blue uniform thing uh, set a tone that was going to be hard to sustain. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you Mission go. accomplished. Yeah, well, okay, so I'm just going to put this out there, John. Uh, did you watch any of the Big Ten tournament last night? Uh, no, I pouted all day after you lost. Oh, is that right? Well, uh, you will, I, I can send you a photo of Penn State's uniforms. What, what's Penn, what color are Penn State's uniforms? Uh, blue and white. Blue and white. Navy, Navy blue and white, right? Okay. Last night they wore... Uh, charcoal with pink letters and coloring. Uh, is it like some kind of breast cancer awareness thing? Uh, sure, John. But uh, so, what what does that do to your blue theory? If a team like Gonzaga doesn't wear their blue uniforms, does that they mean come out they're done? They're done. Okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wear the baby blues, man. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now, now that we've gone to a place I love to go to, uniforms, uh, we, uh, I feel like we've, we, our work is done here, John. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. John, uh, Appointment TV, other than North Carolina Duke, is there a game you got to see this weekend? Yeah, well, you know, like uh, not very many people watch the American and uh, conference, and Houston is uh, is awfully good, and it'd be fun to see what they do if they win their conference tournament, and and how they're rated because uh, that conference uh, often sends four teams to the tournament, and uh, they they are uh, dogfight teams that uh, can win games. So uh, there there's some te- yeah there's some good outside games to watch. All right, John, uh, good week. Uh, Have a good weekend watching games, and uh, we'll talk next Wednesday with our famed bracket show where we'll tell people um, what we're doing. And remember, last year we finished 1-2 in a number of pools, so uh, we we got lucky last year. Pressure's on. Pressure's on, that's right. Have a good one, John. All right, Steve, have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.